Hello, fucking oh, family. Hello, it's my Mimi, the trans baddie, back in the building with another episode. Another episode. Who was the YouTubers that that used to go back at it again with another video? Hey, back at it again with another video. Anyway, shout out them because that's how I'm feeling right now. Because we're back. Episode two of Straight No Chaser by Maya Memi is here. Woo. Woo, 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 woo. Guys, first of all, thank you so fucking much. The reaction to episode one has been overwhelming. Like, I cannot... Well, I can because I've always known how beautifully introspective and intelligent and just amazing trans folk are and gender non-conforming people are and queer folk are. But to see it in real time and to hear the discourse and the ideas and the talking points that have been brought up to me since this episode have just been unbelievable like I'm obsessed I'm obsessed and I'm so happy that the girls are getting it and I'm so happy that you guys are really really diving in to the to the nuance and the the wealth of of fucking hot topics in that first episode because yeah yeah Guys, this is real, real crazy shit that we're doing here. And I very much feel less alone now that I've dropped that first episode. And I've got the dolls involved in the mix and we're all, you know, breaking it down and analysing it together. I'm, I'm obsessed. That being said, I also feel like I'm gatekeeping all of these incredible opinions and incredible thoughts and, and perspectives on the conversations and I've been thinking about how we can get get these kind of sub conversations that are happening off the back of the episodes and take them from my personal DMs and from my personal emails and put them on a forum somewhere where we can all get involved and all bounce off each other. Um, and so I've decided that at some point this series, I will de- this season, I will definitely, definitely be bringing on. I'm gonna have an episode where I bring on a bunch of of the listeners, and we just chop it up and really dive into the episodes and talk about our favorite or least favorite moments, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, or just the things that we've taken away. Secondly, I think it would be really dope if we start to utilize a hashtag on Twitter. Um, or wherever it is you share your thoughts. I think if we start using the hashtag SNC by Maya, because Straight No Tracer by Maya Memi is just too fucking long, that'd be amazing because it would be so dope to see everybody's thoughts in real time and for dolls to find each other and listeners to find each other and for us to be able to really chop it up and talk about yeah, our thoughts and our feelings, honey, because we've got a lot of them, clearly a lot of them. And some of them are wasted on me. I'm not the most intelligent bitch. I'm a little bit of a dumb bitch, especially depending on how much loud I've smoked that day. So sometimes you lot are giving me the most incredible gems in my DMs. And I'm like, damn, why am why is it me? Why am I the only person seeing this? Surely, 
Surely there's got to be more to life, Stacey Arika. Um, whatever happened to Stacey Arika? That is a question for another day. But anywho, don't stop. Don't stop the DMing. Don't stop all of that. I'm obsessed. I love it. It makes me so happy. I have cried reading messages because just to feel something that I've been working on so tirelessly and with a lot of fear, to be honest, because it is a scary thing that I'm doing here. Um, to see it get met with with the care that it's been met with is just beautiful. So don't stop, don't stop from coming. But yeah, let's also get some shit on a hashtag and 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 be able to converse with each other. I think that's super sexy, super hot. But in the interest of me not gaping these amazing opinions, I am gonna read out an email I got. I don't want to read out any DMs just because. That feels a little bit like tricky in terms of consent. Um, but I am going to read out emails anonymously, of course. And I'm just going to read out one today that has really, really provoked some thought in me. Um, and I want to answer this question, basically, that was asked of me. So let's go. Hi, Maya. I just finished the first episode of the podcast and I am obsessed. I'm so happy to hear another trans girl talking about the relationship between DL men and trans femme people. I'm trans myself and a lot of my hookups are with DL men. It's a constant inner battle of I deserve more than what this man is giving me. But also this interaction can feel so affirming and the dick is good. Another thing I struggle with is working out if the men I see are trans attracted. This is a term I was reading about referring to people who see being attracted to trans people as its own sexuality, which is interesting. Or if they are just fetishizing my femininity sometimes. I think as trans femme people, the level of femininity DL come to expect is much higher than the femininity they expect from a cis woman. Is that something you also feel with the men you sleep with? Anyway, you're doing amazing, babes. Can't wait for the next episode. Thank you, you fucking gorgeous doll. Um, So a couple of things I want to touch on there. Firstly, I love that you are getting a good dick from these DL men. Good with multiple O's. That's hot for you. I do want to put a disclaimer there, though. I think me as a more young, impressional trans impressionable trans babe at the beginning of my transition like a year or whatever ago I heard all this discourse about DL dick being on another level and I'm just here to say that in my experience DL dick like any dick is sometimes amazing but a lot of the time it's meaty um so yeah I just I just in in the spirit of avoiding giving DL men too much fucking credit and also selling the baby girl's dreams, I do just want to put a disclaimer there that not all DL dick is good dick. Um, Not most DL dick is good dick. On the contrary, most DL dick, like most dick generally, is going to be very subpar. You know, there's a reason that there's an orgasm gap, guys. There is a reason. 
I've actually wondered as well to what extent that orgasm gap extends over to pre-op trans women because even me as somebody with a penis, I come significantly less than I did prior to my transition now when I have sex. And it's not even about my bodily functions. It's about a guy's need and want to make me calm obviously you get those guys that want to see that because that's part of the experience of being with a trans woman they want to see that they want to see you bust you know that's hot to them but a lot of them a lot of them just bro they just treat you like a masturbation tool like honestly honestly i already know if i had a clit you would not know where it is you barely know where my dick is and it's looking right at you (laughs) Men need help. Every day I come to realize that men need more help. But anyway, moving on to the beautiful question that you asked me, which is basically in my experience, do I find that the men that I sleep with expect a higher level of femininity from me than they would of a cis woman? And that is such an interesting question. I'm not 100% sure about the answer to that. I'm I'm really not 100% sure because you know how these men are very, very scarily good at hiding their thoughts and intentions sometimes. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm naive to it. But in my experience, specifically with the guys that I've dated and when I've dated them or slept with them or whatever, I think... At the beginning of my transition, when I was dealing with a lot more fetishizers and chasers and people that I really feel like were treating me as a kink, they definitely expected an unattainable level of femininity from me at all times, you know, to the point where sometimes it was like they'd be wanting to see what I was wearing before they came over in case they wanted to change wanted me to change or something like it was super weird super disgusting super made me feel like a blow-up sex doll versus now where I feel like I'm dealing more with men that aren't necessarily fetishizers or chasers but just men that are simply attracted to trans women attracted to women generally and see me as a woman but maybe just a woman of different experience to like you know their baby mums, girlfriends, <laughs> etc. So, yeah, now that I'm dealing with these type of men, I don't know. I feel that pressure a lot less. I do think that sometimes I, I, I put it on myself, maybe because of the experiences that I'd had previously or maybe very likely just because of this fucking white supremacist patriarchal society that we live in that, that, that has taught us to idealized like a very eurocentric version of femininity but i do feel myself putting these weird pressures on myself sometimes like um i'll get nervous to link a guy if i haven't shaved my entire body you know now that i'm getting laser i don't really like to shave too much in between my laser sessions i like the fluff to just grow where and if it grows and then yeah hold out until my next laser session one reason is because then you can really see like the progress and the other reason is because my skin just reacts really badly to hair removal it's coming like i've got pcos to be honest sometimes i wonder like 
do I have ovaries? Am I actually just a cis woman or intersex or something? <laughs> it's funny because I actually think that that is like um, a trans woman's, a lot of our secret dream, like to find out that we're intersex. Like, haha, <laughs> I was born this way, bitch. Word to Gaga. But, um, but, 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 what the fuck was I saying? Yeah, sometimes I feel nervous about like linking guys when I've got like a little bit of bum fluff or whatever and come to realize when I link said guy that it really doesn't matter. Like he's still all fucking in there. And you know, these are sometimes things that I think we put on ourselves that guys don't really think about because they're dealing with cis women with bum fluff too, you know, or cis women with hairy arms. A lot of cis women don't shave their arms. I'm a South Asian babe. Like I can't really fathom that. I think it's beautiful and it looks amazing. And I'm like, yes, big up you, man. Let's do feminism. But me, I've grown up where it's like, no, no, head to toe. You got to get rid of that shit. So now realizing actually that there are so many cis women that that don't subscribe so hard to this super rigid version of femininity and that these women are still getting all this dick. It's like, yeah, I guess I... I'm realizing that, yeah, men with sense who actually just see us as women on, yeah, I'm not, I'm not finding that I'm being held to exceptional standards of femininity, luckily, but yeah, that also maybe that, maybe that is just, I don't know, maybe I'm being naive and maybe I actually am, but I'm just not paying attention to it. And I'm just like, you're going to eat this ass no matter what state it's in, bitch. <laughs> Open your mouth. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, um, on to today's episode. Oh, so I am talking to Tariq and this conversation is so beautiful, informative, educational. I feel like we touch on so many things and I live for it. He is a fucking sweetheart. I do feel like sometimes he falls into the trap of saying things that he thinks maybe I want to hear or things that would be received well. Um... Which, which you know, I get, and I and I feel like it was only for a couple a couple moments where maybe he got a bit nervous. For the most part, I think it was an honest, beautiful conversation. Like I said, that gave us lots of insight, and he asked a couple amazing questions as well, which just got me so gassed because it gave me the opportunity to really go into some really important talking points. So yeah, thank you so much, Tariq, for a beautiful, beautiful conversation, a beautiful episode. Since recording the episode, we have actually fallen out. <laughs> Not in relation to this podcast, in relation to some other shit. Apparently, I violated. I don't feel like I violated. I'm still trying to see the violation. But you know what? Guys are very sensitive sometimes. That's something I... Women get a bad rep. Estrogen gets a bad rep. But a lot of these men are very in their feelings. A lot of them are Drake or B. Grahams in this bitch. And... Wait, is that actually his name or is it Aubrey Drake Graham? I don't know. I don't really, I don't, like, who cares? Um, <laughs> who cares? It's Team Meg over here. It's Team Stallion. But um, yeah, a little disclaimer, like at the beginning of last time, don't come for me about the sound quality, bitches. Um, yeah, 
this is the last episode I recorded in a studio. Um, and after this, I record at home with my own equipment. And from then on, the quality and the method of recording and distortion just all aligns a lot better. And everything feels a lot smoother. There's less higgity-biggity bits. Um, but yeah, like I said, focus on the fucking content. And Tariq is also a little bit of a mumbler. I'll be so real. If you need clarification on anything he says, hit me up in the DMs because I have listened to this interview 50 million times now. So I'm pretty sure I know it off by heart. But yeah, let's get into it, bitches. I'll be back at the end of the episode to chop it up a little bit more. This is Straight No Chaser by Maya Memi, episode two, featuring Big Mother Fucking T. Okay, hello, hello, hello. I would like to welcome Tariq into the building. Hey, Tariq. You're right, you're right, you're right. How you doing? How you doing? How are you doing? What's going on? How are you feeling? How has your morning been so far? Been alright, been alright. Eating some good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that you feel good now you've eaten. You know, I do keep my guests fed and watered. You do? You know, just so you're all aware, in case you're thinking of coming on here, you will be fed and you will be watered and you will be entertained. So come the fuck through. So um, Tariq, first of all, before we get into the real nitty gritty, you know, before we get into the real tea of why you're here and what the conversation is mainly based around, I just want the listeners to get a little bit of an essence. I call this my essence segment, you know, word to Thames. So for this segment, I would like to know, firstly... What is, okay, talk me through a day in the life of you. Like, give me details though. Like, so from the, from the minute you wake up, yeah, what do you do? Do you wake up? Do you do you go brush your teeth straight away? Do you build a zoot? Do you have a wank? Do you, and then, and then so on and so forth until you get to bed. What's a typical day in the life of T Dot? Um, wake up. Brush my teeth straight away. Always wants to brush my teeth. Actually, go to the toilet, brush my teeth, go gym, come back, shower, work till about like six. Work just just to just to stop you there. Obviously, without disclosing too much too much detail, if you don't want to, like what what does your work look like? Like what does that entail? Like sales and stuff. So lots of meetings. Is it remote? Are you driving around? Driving around. There is an office, but we just go to different offices and stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a road trip. Yeah, just work till six and then come back, shower, read. Wow, what are you reading? Um, Why not read it? Hustle Harder, Hustle Smart. Okay, what, who's that? Oh, okay, okay. I love men that read. That's hot. I I don't read. I'm at, I actually really don't read. I talk a lot more than I read. So I like a guy that reads. It's good balance. Mm. No, reading's good. And then um, watch a few series shows, and then yeah, sign up. Cute, cute, cute. And I know that you're especially booked and busy right now. 
always, always driving around, always working, always off to some sort of meeting. So I appreciate you very, very much for being here, T-Dot. Um, okay, my second question for your Essence segment is what gets you up in the morning? Yeah, just life to be honest. I don't think like, I can't just sit around. <laughs> yeah. Now me, I, I reckon that's like a. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, like you've got to do something, innit? There's things that I need to do to acquire my happiness, and that requires me to get up in the morning. I can't just sit around and do nothing. Mm. It's just a waste. Mm. Yeah, man. You've got to use every hour. So it's the hustle. The hustle gets you up, basically. Yeah, that's how I grew up. Hustle, man. You gotta get it. Secure the bag. Whatever venture I can dip my hands into. I mean, I'm there. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the cheeky smile is crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> the, the smile, the guilt, the, it's all a lot. It's actually a lot. I won't press the issue too much, Tariq. I think... um. We get the gist. Yeah, if you, if you can read between the lines, then you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. You know what I mean? What's understood doesn't need to be explained. That part, that part, very much that part. Yeah, that's what just gets me up in the morning, you know. Mm. Looking back on the day, I think, yeah, cool. So, I'll put things in the right direction. Mm. That's hot. I love that. I love that for you. And, okay. My final question for your essence segment is what would you be doing if money weren't an option? Meaning like, if you could do anything, pursue any passion, pursue any dream, do any venture without worrying about the financial implications, like what would you, what would you be doing? Honestly, toddled. Okay. I would see everywhere. Oh, okay, okay. I see everywhere, like just see that. Yeah, this is all I live in. Mm, that's amazing. Is there anywhere in particular that you really want to go? I got two questions actually. Let's start there. Mm, America, of course. Definitely America. So you've not been before? No. Okay. You gotta wait a couple of years now, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait there. Um and um Dubai. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Dubai next year. I feel like I've heard... I feel like Dubai feels pretty soulless, though. Yeah, but I won't go, like, when everybody goes. I'll go, like, on a mini holiday. Yeah. I'll just see it for what it is. Like, Dubai, like, it's a, it's a crazy country. Like, people just rinsed it out now and just made it look like any other country. But Dubai is not like that. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I ain't going over there just to see more London people. Like, no, nah, that's dead. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, it's very that. Whenever I, whenever I see people go there, it's literally just like we've picked up the whole of London and plonked them there. It's not cute. It's not a vibe. But I definitely, I hear you on going to see. I want to go and see all the amazing things that they have there. But same time, I just feel conscious of the fact that it is literally like a city that is built on like fucking practical slave labor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So yeah, sorry not to put not to shit on your. <clears throat> On your holiday destination but yeah just want the people to know um okay and my second question about holidays is where have you been that you really love um favorite place was 
Or you can kill. Can kill. That's hot. You can kill with life still. Different, different energy. It's a different, different way of life with life still. And do you have many? I mean, we was. Oh, I guess we'll just jump straight in with the trans thing right now. Do have you like abroad? Have you had any experiences with trans women abroad? Yeah. Swear. Yeah. Where? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Oh my gosh, talk to me about that, Tariq. I saw, I saw, I saw a girl walking and she had the bum in it. So I went over to her earlier in the morning. I was talking to her and then I clocked. So I was like, oh, what? She was like, oh, yeah. Made up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, one that said. And so obviously, you, you was already into trans women, you already knew you was into trans women, yeah. you'd had experience. It was no problem. I was like, oh, say that. Okay, that's amazing. I love that you had a little holiday trans fling. Live for that. But yeah, so we started touching on it. I guess the reason, Tariq, that I have brought you into the cut is because, yeah, it's very. It, you like trans women, you know? Um. I guess I'm interested to hear from you what is your what is your perception or how do you identify sexually like is it just trans women you're into is it also cisgendered women or is it like anybody feminine like what's the tea talk to me what what turns you on I think I'm just attracted to feminism mm. yeah like like if it's like a like cis women I hear that and you know what I think that that is basically what most people are into I think it's either femininity or masculinity or you're fluid and you like both or you like someone in between but regardless I think that for me in all my I call it research you know, me fucking with all these guys. <laughs> it's research. Um, but in all my research, I've realised that I think it is very much about femininity and masculinity. I don't think it's about body parts. How you feel? Just, yeah, how you feel inside? Right. So, okay, that's interesting to know. And did you ever... Um, what, what, what was the first time that you seen a trans woman do you remember that experience was it in real life was it on tv was it on porn um i think real life i feel like i used to see like cross-dressing and stuff mm-hmm. i think oh these guys was smiling but then like you just started to see like more than like proper like females and stuff and like, oh it's gorgeous you know and then like i think one time i was talking to one and then, fair play to her, she told me. She's like, oh, you know, I'm a transgender woman, I'm just small down. I was like, oh, you're dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just after that, I, I like, I feel like once you encounter, have that experience, it's just whether you decide on the spot whether, like, it, you're down for that or you're not. Like, in the moment, I felt normal. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm Mmm. So, they didn't bother me from that point. And do you, okay, so do you feel like after that first experience, after first being exposed to it and really interacting with a trans woman, it's like, did that then change your perception of trans women? Like, like I guess, 
I guess. At what point did you start, if if you do see us as, like, the same as cis women, at what point, I guess, did you start to see us in that way? Probably when I was, like, older. Because, like, when I was younger, like, 17, 18, I was, like, kind of weird. Yeah? Okay, let's get into it. I love the honesty. Like, it was weird, like, I was, like, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing, like, putting up sort of thing? Mm. But when I was younger, like, I used to think that taps, like, that. Stay, stay away, you know what I mean? Like, stay warning to me is the way, like... Just, I just thought, oh, like... It's weird. Yeah, like, like, what are you doing? Do you know what? I love your honesty and I feel like there's no shame in it because really and truly, I felt the same way about trans people. Like, okay, maybe not the same way. I never felt stay away. I never felt like stay away from them. I never felt like, oh, that's weird. There was a certain element of me that separated myself from trans people and transness and the conversation around transness. I think because deep down I knew that was me and I didn't, I didn't feel like I had the strength or the capacity to deal with it or admit it yet. So I definitely feel like I, I kept transness and trans people at arm's length for a little while. Um... And and there was a fear there. Now unpacking it, I don't know whether it was really a fear of trans people or a fear of the fact that I was trans. But there was definitely like an element of like, oh, trans people, I don't want to talk like, da, 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 ah, you know. I guess it wasn't until I actually met and interacted with trans people that that yeah, it became normal to me. How would you? I mean, I'm. Um, I'm interested to know, I guess, like, how open you are with it now at this point. Now mm. that you're at a point where you say you're quite comfortable with trans women, you see them as women, I'm interested to know, like, how does that translate into your social life? Like, do people know that you're into trans women? Um, What's the tea? Because let's keep it real. You, I'm distorting your voice for this podcast, as requested. Yeah. So you ain't all the way there. You didn't, oh, you said, oh, your voice will be there. And I was like, okay. No, I asked afterwards. I said, yeah. So no, I said, what happens if the voice gets distorted if they want it to do that? And then afterwards, I was like, so would you want your voice distorted? And you were like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, that's what happened. If you don't want your voice distorted, that is even better <laughs> to week Because... Um, it's less work for me. I'll let you think about that though. <laughs> I will put you um, on the spot now. Like, through my friends now, um, like, I talk to them, I talk, I talk to trans women in the street. That's crazy. Not crazy, but it's crazy that you see so much trans women in the street. I don't even see that. No, anymore. I don't see it, no, but like, I would. Like, oh, okay. Trans women in the street, I, I talk to them. Okay. Okay, that's nice. But what if you was in the club with your boys? I'd be real, like, if there was one in there, I'd be real. <laughs> Do you what? think? Yeah, obviously, she was dank, yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to move to every... I, for me, trans women is just like women. Some I don't find attractive, some I do. Same way I would. Anyone. Oh, my gosh. And to that point, I fucking love that you said that, Tariq, because... The way that you said, oh, to me, trans women are, are just like, you know, any other woman. Like, some I'm attracted to, some I'm not. Because, okay, the reason that our podcast is called Straight No Chaser is because have you heard of the term chaser, like, tranny chaser? Okay, well, basically, yeah. what that means is 
it's a word that people in the community use as men that fetishize trans women. So it's like they would kind of be moving the opposite of how you move, you're moving in the sense where they will fuck any any person with a dick that has a wig on. Like <laughs> they like they 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 don't care about they don't really have a taste or anything like that. They don't mm. have a they ha- don't have like a type. It's literally just it's literally just any trans woman yeah. or any cross dresser or anything like that. Because obviously there's a difference between trans women and cross dressers, but chasers more time like they don't care. They just yeah. like that that kind of thing. It's just a purely sexual thing for them. So I guess what you're describing in a way that you say it's not about just the fact that they're trans, it's just about whether you're attracted to that person, that individual, you know, that is the correct way, I guess, to go about it. And you are somebody that I would describe as just a man that likes women, you know, likes femininity, is transamorous, is is actually the word for people that are attracted to trans people. But I wouldn't call you a chaser, I wouldn't call you a fetishizer. So well done. You passed. That's it. Game podcast over. You've won. (laughs) 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 But yeah, so that's actually really good, and I do think that within our community, like because it makes sense because you don't like. That's why obviously I'm no scholar in this area. Yeah, (laughs) neither am I. But like, it makes sense in it because like. Even you guys, you guys are trying to identify as females. You're not trying to identify as trans females. That's something created, which shouldn't be created to get. Mm. It's not about, I don't think it's about creating another gender. Oh, yeah, I'm a trans woman. No, you're a woman. I, that's how I see it. Like, I don't see it as, so, oh, you're a trans woman. I see you as yeah. a woman. For me, and I feel like this should be for everyone. Like, if I see a trans woman, I, don't, I swear down, I don't even think, oh, that's a trans woman. I think, so basically what you're trying to say is you don't think that it should be yeah like trans woman and cis woman it should just be woman right and i hear what you're saying to your i agree with you to an extent i think um you know but for trans women it's different because obviously they don't feel like and for cis women because there are we we are we have a different experience you know like I'm a woman, we're all women, of course, but I am of trans experience. You know, there are things that a cis woman will go through. For example, potentially if they have periods, they'll, I I can't, I, I can't understand that. That's not my experience. And they need to also be able to have those conversations and have spaces mm-hmm. where they can talk about what they need for that, you know? But I same way... You guys could just have, like, it can just be a thing and you guys can experience it all. Mm-hmm. I honestly wish you, it could be like that. But same way, it's like cisgendered people aren't gonna experience all the things and stuff that I go through as a trans woman. And I and to what you just said there in terms of you wishing that we could just experience it. Or what do you mean? Like you wish that we could just like, like wake up with a vagina? And just... Yeah, like it would be so much easier for you guys. You guys like... Yeah. Do you know what I used to think? I used to think like that. I used to think like, oh. But now you guys just seem happier. So it's like. I'm like, oh, say nothing. The thing is, there's this narrative that I think the media and the world has run with for so many years about trans people being born into the wrong bodies, right? Mm. I don't believe that. That's not my experience. I don't feel I was born into the wrong body at all. I was born into the 
absolute correct body mm-hmm. clearly mm. but <laughs> not to be looking at my tits bitch you know yes they're growing up pop it out i'm just letting them know what's going on <laughs> but i was just born in at a time where the world no longer understands my body yeah. if i was born before colonization before white people took over the world I probably wouldn't have had to do any body augmentation, take any hormones or nothing for guys to just position me as the feminine goddess that I am, you know? Same way in Iran, which used to be called Persia, before, when the colonizers took over, they wrote in their notes that the most desirable people on that land when they took over, like the top of the pecking order, the top of the food chain, they said that the most desirable people were women with moustaches and effeminate men. You ain't got no moustache though. Obviously it was before laser and shit, do you know what I mean? Again, I would have been walking around with a moustache, but it's just the way my spirit is, my soul. People would just know, like, that's a woman, do you know what I mean? Like, so I don't believe that I was born in the wrong body. I'm a chick with a dick and that's a beautiful thing. I'm a unicorn, baby. So I'm not ashamed of it, but it does, of course, make things harder for us. So I hear what you mean and I totally understand the perspective of like, ah. it would be easier and I wish you guys could just, you know, have vaginas and do all of that and just everything be normal and, you know. But ultimately, I think that would be a shame because I think trans people in all their glory and their body are actually super sacred and amazing. And I think Mm. one day we'll get back to that perspective, you know, and that way of thinking. Same. You know? Same. So... (coughs) I guess, I mean, do you have any questions for me right now? Um, like, when you were going through your transition, like, that, what what would your type be? Like, is it a thing where, like, trans women, can trans women be attracted to women still? Mmm, I love this question. Like, you don't really hear much of that, like, it's just trans women that's attracted to men, or trans women attracted to other trans women. Like... What goes on in the the underground surface? Because everybody tries to like talk about the outside, but no one, I want to know like, what are you guys on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what goes on? Like, what are you guys? Like, what are you attracted to? Oh, babes, I know so many lesbian trans women. Yeah, because you don't really hear about it, and I'm like. Yep, I know a lot of like, lesbian trans women. You need to know more about And this is such an important conversation to reach. Do you know why? Because I think people tie in transness with sexuality. Like, they tie gender and sexuality in together so much when really and truly, they're very, very separate. My sexuality has nothing to do with my transness. Mm. You know, there have been times during my transition where I felt like being celibate, but I'm still a woman. I'm still a woman. Because I'm not horny anymore, I haven't stopped being a woman. Um, So... It's really, it's really interesting and I mean, it's really important that we have this conversation because, yeah, I know so many trans women that are lesbians, I know so many trans women that are like pan, I know trans women that are in relationships with trans men, you know? So in terms of trans women, same, same way that a cis woman can be lesbian, bi, straight, pan, asexual, yeah. a freak, not sexual at all, like... Um, a trans woman can be all of those things too. Me personally, same way that I think you are attracted to femininity, I'm attracted to masculinity. So I've never actually been with a woman, um, at least 
in my adult life. Um, so, but, but I could defo get with like a stud, like a masculine woman, like young MA, for example, mm. could defo get the strap and show me a very, very, very disrespectful time. I would love that. But it's about masculinity. Do you know what I mean? That's what it is for me. Yeah. I want to touch on your time at the old the old HMP. <laughs> I mean, first of all, congratulations because your ankle is a little bit less heavier than the last time I saw you. <laughs> Talk to me about your time your time in there because I know that you did you you were you did see some trans women in there, right? Let's tell me about those babes. Um, they were on so in jail, like you have like different wings and stuff. So like that's like let's say you have like a uni accommodation, you have like different blocks and stuff. Mm. Yeah. That's the most comparable thing. And like the trans women were on a vulnerable wing because they were deemed as vulnerable because like they have like a lot of femininity, so mm. Like guys will like try and sex with them. The weird ones like try anything on them and stuff. Mm. And they'll put with, like with nonces and stuff. So when I, there was one time I was going to my job and they were at the window because they had a job. And I was like, no, I'm going to speak to them. But everyone on my wing like always used to see them. And like, we, like, everyone just used to laugh and be like, hey, look, they're there. Because they used to like just like be cheeky and like play their tits and stuff. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 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 like, they get the money. Getting <laughs> wild. Um, so one day I spoke to him, I was like, oh, I was in the name and stuff. And I was like, what, what are you guys in for? Like, so and like, I was thinking like, just because they're trans, like, are they in for, like, for the same stuff that the people they're around are in? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because, oh, <laughs> right, because they're with the rapists and the people. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, oh, what, like, are you guys thing? They're like, no. Like, they said, what am I going for attempted murder? What am I going for contribution or something? And then I was like, oh, so why are you guys here? They're like, oh, we have to be here. The torch on the run away. Everyone else gets a nod. So I was like, oh, you guys are say, Yeah, she'll be here. She'll be with Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're like segregated from the rest of the wing. And did you feel, I mean, I, there's probably going to be listeners here that are, that are shocked to even hear that there's trans women in men's prisons, you know? But um. And like proper, like, not just like, no offence, a guy that puts on like females because like, they have like, Hair, one had like a a piercing jewel there, like proper feminine, feminine, like one had boobs, long hair, like lips, like proper. Okay. Like if you're on a night out and you're drunk, you're gonna kill yourself. Okay, so there's bad <laughs> bitches in jail. Yeah, they were proper, like they were like, no, we like the proper bear assassin. I was like, you like, sit down. Damn, honestly, I can't decide whether this sounds like my hell or my heaven, like, but anyway, so with these trans women, though, I'm interested in, like, what was the attitudes of, of, of the other, like, the other people in the jail, like, the men and stuff, were they clowning these women, were these women getting misgendered, like, what, what, in your experience, what did you see? I think I think in a in a young offenders prison, they probably would get clowned, but in like a men's prison, it's that's normal. Do you know what I mean? Like right. the guys who were likely because 
when they're doing all this stuff, everyone's still watching and laughing. We're not like, but it's not like we're laughing at them. Yeah. Like we're laughing with them and stuff. But like, the guys on the wing, it's just funny. Like, obviously, there's some guys be like, oh, you guys are crazy. You guys did it. But in a joking way, but no one be like, oh, that's disgusting. Like, I never saw that once, in all honesty. Like, it was just more of like a banner thing. But obviously, like, some guys proper not attracted to trans women. But it was just banner, innit? Like, no one was getting offended. It was funny still. Like, not enough every night. Like, because everybody eats at the same time in prison, so like their their wings opposite ours, and we can see them through the window, so see them all the time. <laughs> okay, that's kind of nice. That's actually kind of nice because I guess, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm under no illusions that all trans women's experiences in jail are going to be the same because they probably won't be. But it's nice to know that you know you didn't see any fuck shit. Yeah, like obviously you hear stories and stuff. Mm. But like I never saw trans women get harmed in any way, my experience. And tell me about that story that you told me about the trans woman whose shit got robbed from her room. Um, so name was Bethany. Shout out to Bethany. Um she was going caught for a trial and then she left her cell unlocked. And then like in prison, like it wasn't because she's trans in prison, if you leave your cell unlocked your shit's getting robbed. Like, you better look that so. <laughs> and then um, her stuff came, stuff went missing. And then um, nobody was trying to give it back. And then at night time, like, she was screaming on the landing, whoever don't give me my stuff back, I've got a list of everybody I've done stuff with, it will get exposed. I want all my shit back. Boom. In the morning, she got her shit back straight away. <laughs> no cap. That was a verified story on the wing. Ah! Like, that's, how, that's how you know that bad people are attracted to trans women. <laughs> They just hold it down. I can actually completely imagine it. Do you know what I mean? Because like you said, there are so many guys that are attracted to trans women. I mean, for me, really and truly, I know you're saying that there are some guys that just weren't attracted, like are not attracted to trans women or whatever. <clears throat> I genuinely believe that all guys that are attracted to women will also be attracted to trans women, you know? Like, it doesn't mean that you're attracted to all trans women. But I genuinely believe that if you're attracted to women, if you're attracted to femininity, there is going to be a whole bunch of trans women that are going to walk down the street and you're going to be attracted to them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even after you find out they've got a dick, you're probably still going to be curious. And the only thing that's probably stopping you is the shame and is all the the bad press, I guess, that transness has got over these past centuries. So, um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all, like... That's fucking amazing. And big up Bethany. I'm happy that she got her shit back. What a bad, bad, bad bitch. No, Rhea still. She done that too. Honestly. And um, so I guess like what I'm interested in knowing from the men that come through here as well is like, well, I don't know, you seem like you're in a much more advanced place in your attraction to trans women where you actually do humanise us and you see us as humans. Whereas I think that even men that I've been fucking with for a while, it's like sometimes I still feel like there is this element of... Okay, so I touched on this in the last episode. There's this element of like... I don't think that all the guys that I fuck with consider me 
fully human in the way that they may consider other women fully human because my feelings are are not considered in a way that I don't believe you would not consider other people's feelings that you care about you know like there are so many guys that will openly tell me will openly tell me like oh if I was seen with you like that would that like that would that would be so shameful to me do you know what I mean and it's like I don't know if you really really fuck with me as a human being there's not one human being on this earth that I'm really that I actually fuck with and that I care about that I would feel comfortable saying to them if I was seen with you I'd feel ashamed that's so fucked to say to say to someone but there's like there's there's this attitude with with cishet men that deal with trans women a lot of the time that that feels very much like oh yeah you know I can fuck with you I can have these deep intimate connections with you in these deep intimate moments but same time I can also completely disrespect you disregard you say things to you that I probably wouldn't say to other people because you've got like this subhuman like skin like (laughs) your skin's so tough I could say anything to you or maybe like you're not mentally there so I could say anything to you I don't know what it is I guess I'm trying to articulate it for men which is never going to be bang on but there's this really weird like disregarding of my humanity that comes from men I mean was that your experience? Do you feel like there was a period of time where you were fucking us, but we still were like, just yeah? No, no. I feel like when I wasn't doing anything, that's when I thought like, oh, let me stay away. But like after my first encounter, it was just like, yeah, cool, chill. I wasn't like, oh, let me just get my fix, <laughs> bust my nut, and then like disregard this person now because I was just done that to a female. When I started fucking with trans women, it was all good vibes from them. It wasn't like I needed them to release anything, and then I was like, oh yeah, get away from me, piece of shit. <laughs> it was just like, no, you guys are good stuff, innit? Right. Wow, that's really nice. That's really, really nice. That's not an experience that I've encountered too much. I have to say, like, I've definitely experienced way more of the opposite. So it's cool that that I guess you never got there. Maybe it speaks to starting, maybe it speaks to the fact that you started dealing with trans women a little bit when you was a little bit older and had more experience under your belt. But, yeah. Yeah, that's a bad way to think of someone, in my opinion. Like, I do get that thought. Like, why do they think that? But, yeah, like you said, like, it isn't fair. It isn't fair, and I, and I feel like it's the one of the reasons it's really, really unfair as well is that men get and gain so much from being around trans women. Like, I feel like, for example, if a man walks into my space and they're DL, which most of the men that I deal with are DL. It's like, okay, now in this space, you can be so open and so honest, like in a way that you can't be anywhere else. Do you know what I mean? I know parts of you that nobody else on this earth knows. Your boys, your mum, your dad, your siblings, you know? I know a bit of you that they don't know. And so there is this, there's like, yeah, I don't know. 
men are just so trash sometimes. It's very like, yeah, it's annoying because you're going to come and dump all your trauma and experiences onto me and then not even take me to the park. Do you know what I mean? I, Tariq, I nearly called you by your actual name. Tariq, I literally sometimes just want to be taken to the park. I don't even like, do you know what I mean? And I'm dealing with these men that get so much from me and we're so intimate, like emotionally, sexually, physically. But it's like, you won't even walk out my house with me. Mm. It's a head fuck. No, it is. But yeah, it's a, it's a hidden species. Yeah. In your opinion, what do you think... What do you think can can help that especially speaking from you know your perspective as 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 a man of color growing up in london like in your circles what do you think could could change the narrative a little bit it's gonna take a long while but just like just more awareness like more people need to do it you know what i mean more people need to do it um yeah like it's gonna take a long while Mm. I'm seeing people just normally walking, but like it will, it will get recognition. More, and more people will come out. Do you know what I mean? Like once, like more people with face like Mbappe doing it, like more people feel comfortable. Like, if Mbappe's doing it, I can do it. Mm, yeah, let's get into that, Mbappe. But more people just have to do it. Like mm. it has to just be more aware. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, like it's just generation. Like more, most people are just scared because like parents and stuff. So like as the generations more coming up will be more normal as so you just touched on mbappe yeah with mbappe because i didn't even really deep how how big that was it was you actually that told me how big of a football do you want, do you want me to top you up by the way yeah yeah, yeah hold on. my mummy's got great hospitality guys that's what i do make sure you come on the show share your opinion do you know what i mean you know what i mean trust me okay cute so where was we, babes? We was on Mbappe. Talk to me about Mbappe because honestly, I didn't even realize how big, big of a deal that was until I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago, and you were telling me, like, no, this guy is like top three in the world. Like, this is crazy shit. I mean, do you think that something like this? Actually, first of all, what was the reaction? Did you speak about it with any of your boys? Was it in the group chats? Like, what's tea? Yeah, I woke up and then I went in the group chat and then the picture was there and I was I didn't believe it at first and I thought it was just like a, it's not really fake news and that. And then I saw it in my other group chat and I was like, nah, like, that's fake still. And then I think that like, two days later, more pictures came out and I was like, and then more like reliable sources that I know, like, like news sources started posting them. I was like, what, is this actually true? And the London were like, no way, so down he loves a cocky, the jokes and that. And I was just like, right, Mbappe. Like, I know people like trans, but like, like he is, yeah, he's Mbappe. Like, yeah. his name is enough for him to, to, I was surprised. Not that like people, footballers can't like trans women, but you just never, you never think of that type of stuff, do you know what I mean? I mean, let me... And he wasn't denying it as well. Like, he hasn't made a statement or nothing. He plays for a big, rich club. Like, they have, like, Saudi owners, like, and they're, like, proper strict on that stuff. Like, he's the main face. He's the next best thing. Like, he's basically, like, Prince William's son. Yeah, he's gonna, he's the heir to the throne. Wow. I mean, 
Like Ronaldo, if you know about football, Ronaldo, Messi, and now Mbappe is he's that he's the he's next. Okay. Like he didn't deny it, nothing. He's just living his best life. He's twenty one as well, so he's young. So like he's probably been exposed to it from young as well. Like it's crazy. Like it's good. It's good for the trans community. Very, very, very. Good. And for you lot. Very yeah, and yeah, and for the guys as well. So it makes the guys feel more comfortable. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I mean, it's probably better for you guys, in all honesty. I mean, it's probably good for both of us. But I didn't even know who Mbappe was. But my trans girlfriends, they like, for example, my mother. Shout out to my mother, Krista Moore. Nails by K Moore. I'm about to get my nails done last week, and she was like, "Baby, we've been you about Mbappe. The fuck? The girls knew. The girls know. The girls, the girls know. And as far as like." That's so interesting to me that you find it so shocking that there's a foot that it was a footballer because the amount of football. Okay, let me not let me not even, let me speak only from my experience. Yeah, I have only I only started transitioning socially in twenty twenty, medically in twenty twenty one. So I've only really been like visibly a trans woman for like over a year. Yeah, already. Tariq, the amount of blue ticks that have been in my DMs, that have been in my likes, that would DM me and then block me a day later because they get scared. It's it's actually a lot. And I would never name, you know, there's a reason that I pride, that, that, I, that I prioritize anonymity, you know? I don't feel like outing guys is gonna get us anywhere. Um, but rest assured, the footballers, the rappers, the drillers, they're involved. They're very... Yeah. <laughs> they're involved. Like a bit of the pie, yeah. They like the pie. The penis pie. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. So with the group chats and stuff and with the guys talking about it, was it very like... Well, what's the what's the perception? Are, are people calling him gay right. now? No, like some of them were disappointed. Because like... Not like an idol, but like it's like... oh. Wow. Like, it's all knowing they were disappointed, like, the straight guys and stuff. They're like, wow, Mbappe, like, all people, man. It's like, really? Like, I can just be someone else, like, because everybody loves him, innit? Because he's sick, like, his style, the way he is, like, like he's, you know, he's sweaty, innit? And then the other group chat, people were like, um, in the group chat, like, where a couple of my boys, like, are calm and like, they're just like, I told you, man, them. Ninety percent of you, man, probably would do it as well. Just come out now. It's very yeah. true. But I think it's got to an era where nobody, like, cusses trans women. Because even in, like, let's say, the straight group chat, like, it wasn't like, ah, oh, so disgusting. It was like, it was more just like, ah, oh, Mbappe, really? Like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. that's what it's named to have, like, um, a cisgendered woman. But it wasn't like a, ah, oh, so disgusting. They're just like, so then he loves a cookie. Um, I wonder who else is there, like, and then the man who just got over it. But yeah, like, it's, it's a big deal. Like, it, like, it is a big deal that, obviously, like, he hasn't said anything, so... Well, yeah. It's a big deal, like, it's a big deal, like... He, I, and Mbappe, he's, he's someone... Like, if he started becoming, like, like his girlfriend, apparently it's a big advocate for things that she persuades him, like, become an advocate for... It's a game-changer. If he becomes an advocate, that's going to be an actual game-changer. And that's what people need, because honestly, like, yeah. I feel like the less shame that there is... And this is... This is this is partly what I'm trying to contribute to with, with this podcast is like I'm trying oh the main goal here is to try and alleviate shame from from men's attraction to trans women and from men's relationships to trans women because me as a trans woman 
for me personally, and I can never and will never attempt to speak on all trans women, but for me personally, like the hardest thing about my experience is the way that A, how unprotected I am and how unprotected I feel as a trans woman and B, um, the way that men treat me, you know, not even necessarily in a romantic way, but just even in terms of just publicly sometimes the shit that I can get is usually from men. So I think the more Mbappes they are, there are in this world that that are willing to be open about their, their, their attraction and their relationships to these very beautiful women then yeah I just feel like that's gonna benefit everyone because I hear what you're saying about maybe in a group chats people weren't being verbatim disrespectful but on the streets they really are still and also there's still like a huge element of disrespect to that in regards to being and it's not it's not intentional I don't feel I think it's just it's, it's sometimes just human emotions like because this because transness is so untouched and so uneducated about but like even this concept of guys being disappointed in Mbappe and being like oh fuck do you know what I mean like yeah. that is it needs, like we need to come a long way from that yeah you know we need to come a long way from that a long way from that because really and truly like what are you disappointed at I promise you there's probably some trans women who you would suck off to like 100% yeah. you know and, 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 and I truly believe it because even as far as just going to the club and having guys move to me, and once I tell them, yeah, I'm trans, they'll, they'll say, oh, that ain't me still, sorry. They'll, they'll back up. But for the rest of the night, they're staring at me. They're obsessed with me. They're trying to grab me when I go to the toilet on like some sneaky thing and get my number. And it's like, but I just told you I was trans and you just told me you're not interested. So what is this? But it's like, I know that I've, your world has just been rocked because now you know I'm trans, but you're still attracted to me, and now you're spending your whole... I want a piece of the pie. You still want a piece of the pie, and you're spending your whole night now acting crazy, moving weird and erratic, because you're trying to process your feelings. And so, for me personally, I feel like, yeah, the more Mbappes and the more public figures that come out and, and let them know that it's normal, the easier time trans women will have and the easier time men will have in general, because most of you men are down with it. Honestly, I believe all. If you if you like women, I believe all men that like women. In my personal experience, I I honestly believe that you would hit a trans woman. Like. It just depends on which one. Depends on your tastes, you know? But it's gonna, someone's gonna tickle your fancy, boo. That's you know what I mean? But yeah, man, one day, man. Yeah. Hopefully soon. This decade, at least. Hopefully soon. Hopefully this decade. And I honestly believe that Men like you coming on to platforms like this and speaking your truth and, and contributing to the conversation is so important, you know? Um, people need to hear it. People need to hear it. And so I applaud you and I thank you. Yes, anyone who's shy, uncomfortable, obviously, everyone goes through different stuff in that. I'll never tell no one, like, you have to come out, you're not bad because everyone has different experiences. Like, mm. even though I had, not easy, but I know how hard it can be. But just slowly but surely, just mm. don't be afraid of it. Like, yeah. It's the shit, man. <laughs> it's the shit, man. It's the shit. Some <laughs> good pie. Do you know what I mean? But also, let's not get confused. My pie is very good. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not to say everyone's will be girl, but mine. <laughs> it's A1 here. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I hear that. One thing I will say to piggyback off that is, um, I think socialising and establishing relationships with trans women as a means to get more comfortable can be cool. But also, if you're doing that, be conscious of what I spoke about earlier. Like, don't come to us on some subhuman yeah. shit. If you're going to come to us... Be genuine. Be genuine and 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 be respectful and respect us as real life women, real life human beings, you know? Don't do this fuck shit and treat us in a way that 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 is disrespectful and and can damage our self-esteem and can damage our self-worth yeah. all because you feel like we can take it or because your feelings as a cisgendered person go above us as like transgender freaks, you know? Like that's not the fucking tea. We're very human. We're very smart. We're very intelligent. We are the same as you lot. So honestly, don't play with us because there are a lot of trans women out here as well that are fucking guys up. And I encourage that. Trans women, if you're listening here and a guy disrespects you, please fuck him up. That's what I just wanted to say. Like, listen, just because you may not feel right within yourself yet or shy, don't let another guy make you feel less than you are. Trust me. Put your foot down, trans women. Right, you know, it... trust me, that's still gonna come to you, boy. <laughs> so, I mean, so make sure like you, you hold the power, trust me. Right, hold your head up, ladies, hold your head up because you heard it here from trade in the flesh. He's letting you know, okay, they love us. So, hold your head up, hold your head up. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's a perfect place to wrap it up. We've got into so much, so much amazing stuff there. I mean, is there anything that you want to say before we go? Any last words? Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you to my mummy for inviting me here. <laughs> and um, I hope our, this podcast and many more that you hopefully hear just changes your way of thinking for trans women and for men. For anybody, for anybody that has a relation to trans others sexually, mentally, emotionally, just, yeah, um, it's always going to be respectful. And yeah, let's start the movement. Let's start the movement. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. Oi, fucking oi, guys. There we go. Episode two, conversation do two. Conversation two. Featuring Tariq is done, dusted, and out there. How the fuck do we feel? How do we feel about our sweet talking big T? I think he is such a sweetheart and really came with some really beautiful perspectives. Sometimes, yeah, I don't know. Do you feel like sometimes he was telling me what I wanted to hear? Or do we feel like he's actually a nice guy and I need to have some faith? Let me know. But yeah, so informative and amazing to hear about our girl Bethany in jail. Free Bethany. Free Bethany. I'm going to be screaming that till I fucking die. I do want to say though on the, in, on the subject of our girl Beth. And all the other trans women in prison right now, um, please don't actually fuck men up who disrespect you like I requested everybody to do on the podcast. I would love an ideal world for us to be able to do that. But really and truly, I really don't want to see us end up in, in, yeah, in, 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 in the man, in the man caves, bitch, because we're, we're way too pretty for that. I'm sorry, way too pretty for that. So yeah, let's all um, just kick them out instead. Also, please let me know what alleviate means because I say it a lot. What does alleviate actually mean? Because sometimes it don't sound like it's, it don't sound like it's really hitting the way it's supposed to. Like, are you actually speaking in 
sentences or are you just saying random words sometimes i'm really not sure um what i'm doing but yeah on that note have a fucking amazing evening morning day month whatever i will be back at the end of the month with the third installment at the end of december the end of the year guys i'll be back at the end of the year or maybe i'll do it at the beginning of january for like the hangovers um on new year's day i'm not 100 sure but i will be back and i will be back with a cheeky fucking chappy who yeah is quite a substantial a substantial part of my early dating experiences as a trans woman actually and it is possibly one of my favorite interviews of the ones that i've already done it's just yeah yeah it's a lot it's a lot it's juicy and it's a vibe but until then guys dolls please stay safe stay cute stay joyful and wish me luck because i am embarking from monday which i think is the day before this podcast will come out um it's also my birthday (laughs) happy birthday to me um i'm embarking on a six-week detox from men I don't want to talk to them too much. I really, really want to try and have them on airtime as much as possible. And I definitely am not having sex with any men in the next six weeks. Hopefully, that's the plan anyway. So please hit me up on socials, SNC by Maya. Email me, sncbymaya at gmail.com. Again, Maya is spelled M-Y-A. Or you can find me on my own on my own socials, which is just Maya Memi underscore m-y-a-m-e-h-m-i um because i will need love support and distractions to get me through this detox so yeah child it is done i will see you when the next episode drops and until then get money off these monday please extort gold dig Deal, Rob. Now I'm joking. Honestly, stay safe out here. Please, please stay safe. But also get rich off the back of these men because what the fuck? They're getting rich in pussy and experience off the back of us. So let's make it go both ways, bitches. Let's make it go both ways. Bye.